0: brought to you by state farm like a good neighbor state farm is there
2: hello the internet and welcome to this episode of rfk junior running as an independent trent
3: trent trent
2: independent trent yeah 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 this will be our independent day uh i'm jack that's miles we we got there and by there i mean to you know a thing that doesn't really make sense um (laughs) by
3: there we mean an end of a sentence and here we are
2: here we are folks uh hi miles how are you doing i'm well how about Uh, you Oh great! This is, we're we're like two hours into recording together for the day.
3: So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why it sounds weird, not because we secretly hate each other. We outwardly <sighs> love each other because this is. Why a did you say
2: home. that? I told you not to say that. Okay, God sorry. Damn it! Jeez. Um. Anyway, no. It ruins the illusion. <laughs> <laughs> um. The illusion trend. Uh, the okay. illusion trendist.
3: We gotta pass uh, past this. I can't, man. I can't. This is gonna be the whole
2: episode. Um, <laughs> uh, uh I've had a cough for like six weeks. Days. Also, yeah, dude, annoying. we all have. I've it's had it's one. It's like a wet cough too.
3: Joel had one. I yeah. think it ha- might have one. I don't know. I was gonna ask Justin if if it subsided. Everyone's got this. Like for me, it's all like post nasal drip, tickling my throat from the allergies,
2: tickling them, thread, tickling the little cords, those yeah, vo- vocal cords. Um, yeah, but anyways, my throat. Mm-hmm. Let's tell the people about some things that are trending. Uh yeah. there's there's a new thing happening on in the world of I guess tech and the right. Well s- Shakespeare skepticism. Um <laughs> mainly that Shakespeare was good. It's not that like Shakespeare like didn't exist or he was, you know, a right. bunch of different writers. It's like what you think Shakespeare's good? I mean let let me hit you with some bayesian with the bayesian priors on that my okay. dude okay um, they're damning yeah so there's a new book by Michael Lewis where he was kicking it with Sam Bankman-Fried during the collapse of his <laughs> empire and <clears throat> uh i'll just i'll just quote from the book to sam's way of thinking the case against shakespeare could be made with basic statistics ah uh, okay and this is from him, I could go on and on about the failings of Shakespeare, but really I shouldn't need to. The Bayesian priors are pretty damning. About half the people born since 1600 have been born in the past hundred years, but it gets much worse than that. When Shakespeare wrote, almost all Europeans were busy farming and very few people attended university. Few people were even literate, probably as low as 10 million people by contrast there're now upwards of a billion literate people in the western sphere what are oh. the odds that the greatest writer would have been born in 1564 the bayesian priors aren't very favorable god they love they love a bayesian fucking prior don't they
3: yeah dude they love bayesian statistical and analysis dude they're like Pop-pop i don't need to priors, see the data the fucking Richard, bayesian priors bayesian, are damning
2: yes um you know what i mean this sucks so bad. I mean, like it's, it's a great speech about like, isn't it amazing that Shakespeare was such an incredible writer? Like he lived at a time when like, it's, it's so wild that he was like, just so incredible with like that, that like our greatest writer lived at this time. It's a real like anomaly and it doesn't make sense, but clearly he lived you know he wrote and everybody like most people who are literate agree his shit is pretty good um and and instead he's like so therefore he must suck (laughs) he must just not be good if he lives i'm sorry that's how you
3: just look at the world through your like weird rigid statistical analysis no wonder you're into effective altruism because there's no such thing i mean i don't sure i'm i've I, Shakespeare, fine. I'm not a fan or a hater. I'm just like, yeah, oh, yeah, cool. Shakespeare. But like the idea that, like, <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, some, cool. Shakespeare.
3: Oh, cool. Shakespeare. Sure, man. If that's what you're into. Uh, but like the arrogance of people being like, this shit's not that good.
2: Like, yeah. come on. Whatever.
3: Or like, I could do that.
2: Yeah. Really? Richard Hanania, who uh, is who, this guy? He's a writer. He's uh, the author of like, some books about the woke mob, I think, is mainly like oh, yeah. the what origins of for. woke is his origins of woke. Uh, president of CSPI the, Center Org, who the fuck knows what that is? The
3: Center for the Study of Partisanship and Ideology. Yay.
2: Former UT Austin, huh? I wonder what happened when uh, at UT Austin. Anyways, uh, he has come through and said, pretty sure if you gave me a year, I could write Shakespeare quality work. Like, if someone hadn't read all of Shakespeare and you randomly gave them me or him, on average, they couldn't tell the difference. Of course, without the blind test, people would pretend it wasn't as good. I don't have time, of course. Okay? So, like, don't think I'm going to do it. But if someone wanted to... So, I could write Shakespeare quality work, but I don't have time. Oh, okay. It's such a great... Dude, (laughs) I... That's the same thing it as like just be fucking boring. To write this, is such, this is
3: such this is such J with the fucking glasses being broken energy. Yeah. Go ahead. These are indestructible glasses. Break yeah. them. Yeah. I dare break you. Them. They can't break. And then when they do, do it, I don't care. Do it. I don't okay. care. I don't have time. Like, yeah. oh, okay. This guy also, too, as as I read more about his book, well, this guy's a fucking trash white supremacist, man. He's talking about yeah, how yeah. like the fucking civil rights like act was like the origins of the. The downfall of America, yeah, like, complete oh, piece of okay. shit. Okay, okay, okay. But hey, I'd love to see you try. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm not even out here. I'm like, dude, I couldn't write a fucking sonnet if I wanted to. Yeah, because my brain isn't in that space. But I bet I could smoke more weed than Shakespeare. I bet I, I'd be a better oh. battle rapper than William Shakespeare.
2: Oh man, wait till you see uh, Lin Manuel Miranda's Shakespeare biopic. Oh uh, my that's god, that's could gonna be you imagine? So tight.
3: It's shot like those YouTube like rap battle videos where it's like a whole, like there's like a whole cipher of people. Yeah. And he's like, Up next, Big Bill. Oh, Aha. That's right. With the fucking ruffled collar and shit.
2: Big Willie Shaky Spear is what yeah. uh, Dan O'Brien once called him in a column. And I've never forgotten. <laughs> Big, <laughs> Big Willie Willy Shaky Spear. Shaky Spear. All right. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, we're not, we're not through with him yet, folks. Nope. First of all, he's claiming that. What what happened in Israel uh, is probably going to happen in the United States when you look at the dang border right here down oh, there. Man. Have you so, seen,
3: dude? That was another huge misinformation shit that's going on. Like, oh yeah, like Hamas is activating terrorist cells in the United States because of the poorest southern border. Uh huh. Like it was so weird to see people share like potential like warnings, but not give detail. you like, if you actually care about people, wouldn't you? like alert people or you're just yeah. saying like I've heard some weird stuff and it's all cuz of the border. You That's know, right. No. Yeah. We found we found a way to make it about everything else again.
2: But anyway, he do- he also doesn't know when to quit and uh is saying that uh he might be open to reclaiming the post from which he was ousted last <laughs> week. <laughs> this fool is just Dude. Can't, yeah.
3: Who is this like I mean Apollo Creed, I liked. So it's not someone I want to be like. Stay down, you know what right. I mean? Like yeah. was that was that him when they're like stay down? He Is there seen w- like that? What's a boxing movie where they're like stay down? Well, <laughs> like, Rocky's like,
2: like I'm gonna throw in the towel, and he's like we're not. You're not. Oh quitting right anything. right right yeah yeah yeah.
3: That's he, maybe the, the big big energy of like no, no
2: towel no towel No towel. Yeah.
3: you're like oh sir buddy okay but like but i'm not rooting for you so in a way i'm like yeah go ahead yeah yeah, yeah. no towel no towel right right actually um, get up get on up get on up james brown come on now let's see it <laughs> <laughs> show the people what, the what you intro got
2: music for apollo creed uh okay. entering oh, the yeah. yeah that's true okay so we've okay. got something here woke get on up a. now all right kevin mccarthy so he floated the possibility on monday that he might be open to reclaiming the post Summoned reporters to Capitol Hill to lay out a plan to defend Israel and rescue American captives. Um, and it just felt like he was still trying to interview for the job that he just,
3: yeah, it's, it's like truly has that energy of like dress for the job that you want. Right. Even though you don't have it where it's like, okay, you might say that, but we already saw who the new speaker is. It's the, the little guy with the, with the bow tie who likes to do smashy smash with the gavel yeah um does he um, have to just,
2: gavel anymore uh, like is that his thing is maybe he going no to keep i think they're that? on a recess right now
3: mm-hmm. um Love they, recess. they may be coming back but again this it's also just another complication because as much as you know like any kind of aid package that would potentially go to israel like has to be you know would congress would need to to vote on that um mm-hmm. but without a speaker and like it being in disarray like it makes things a little bit sticky um yeah. But yeah, this is, it's a lot, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on and Kevin McCarthy just doesn't know when to, I mean, maybe he does know. Uh, it would be so wild if he was able to he got regain the speakership. That would just make the Republic, like somehow, no, there's no way they can look more clowny or n- unserious at this point. So it would be predictable at this point.
2: Yeah. It really feels like one one of those things where like, wait, wait. Yeah, have you ever known somebody who like they they're trying to break up with someone and like they break up with them for like a minute and then like it's just like oh they're going to get back together even though like, <laughs> right, right, it, it right. feels it's like like, like they like,
3: say they break up all the time. It's not even fucking real, dude. Yeah. Just he just said, watch. Uh, they're going to be at the next wedding.
2: So let's be honest about our conference. Is our conference just going to elect somebody to throw them out in another 35 days? That's what he told reporters. <laughs> so he's like I don't want the job back, <laughs> but like come on sure if, if you get sure. somebody else isn't the same thing right I'm just, just putting it out there <laughs> um all right let's take a quick break we'll be right back we'll be back
3: is that gang customers are rushing to your store but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it you know like a literal p.o.s
0: and secrets don't stay secret for long so come check out what's new on Hulu this month it's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu
2: and we're back we're back and um yeah so uh the you know there's a lot of there's like viral tweets going around that I keep seeing like people being like, you should reach out to your Jewish friends and like, let them know that you care about them and that you stand with Israel. Um, and right, I don't know, I guess it's never a bad idea to let somebody know that you're there for them if they're going through a difficult time. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. The implied uh, and let them know you stand with Israel that is getting lumped in f- feels disingenuous and fucked up. Um, but yeah, like, I think we all hope our Jewish friends know we stand with them in opposition to anti-Semitism and the slaughter of innocent people and hope they would stand with us in opposition to white supremacy and the slaughter of yeah, innocent I mean, Palestinian people. Like,
3: I think it's a little, it's uh, I don't know if it's like the same kind of like binary, right? And just like so many people are experiencing this in from so many different perspectives, whether you're like come from an imp- oppressed, former colonized society, community, culture. That is looking yeah. at it this way from people who have friends or family in Israel who are just absolutely aghast at like how horrific the violence is. Yeah. I think the thing that's really alarming for me is how much the media airwave battle is being won by Israel and their interests. Because yeah. I'm seeing so many things that is just casually saying the most dehumanizing language, like Marco Rubio. He is not able to differentiate between Hamas and Palestinian people living in Gaza. He's like the way that like Palestinians are even being all lumped in this together as a way to be like, yeah, and like they need to be eradicated. And you're like, who I'm just saying Gaza. It's got to like it. That's what's really freaking me out. Like the momentum at which we're just accepting violence uh, around this whole thing and not actually trying to understand like how this can, how we can like overcome anything. If there's any sort of solution here and just rather than being like, yeah, so that terrible thing happened. so I guess now just have to destroy a city where the median age is like 18. Yeah. Um, because like almost
2: children, half,
3: yeah, almost half of the people that live there are are children, uh, yeah. in Gaza. Uh, yeah, yeah. I though- mean,
2: the, Israeli defense minister like saying we are fighting human animals and we act accordingly in a speech where you know he's also saying like we are imposing a complete siege on Gaza there will be no electricity no food no water no fuel everything will be closed like that shit is just like that's like five alarm fire and as that is being said at that time, as that press conference was happening, that is when like NBA teams are coming up, uh, like making statements about standing with Israel and, you know, the president of the United States is making statements about standing with Israel. And yeah, it just, it feels like, I don't know, the, the same thing is not being said about standing with innocent Palestinian people being slaughtered. Um, No,
3: no. And I think that's, that's, what's a little bit weird is, I mean, not weird. Like we were saying before, America, especially American media, because we also have our colonial history. Yeah. uh It's just like a dimension that isn't spoken about. Like uh, so many things I see, like on CNN, and MSNBC, are like they're like horrific violence committed by Hamas. So now, like the, that rhetorically feels like, therefore, every person in Gaza is fair game to die. Right, and that is where like you're like we're completely losing sight of everything. But I. I don't, I don't know if what I expect because America's, you know, like, again, they're steadfast to send whatever is needed there. I don't know at what point America gets involved. I know you hear like the punditry class talk about it's like, well, this is where this is Joe Biden's moment where he has to project power and he has yeah. to project the authority of the United States. And I'm like, this is such a weird calculus about Joe Biden's reelection that like, it's going to be all this like bluster talk when we're talking about. So many innocent people, like the, the the people of Israel, are bearing the brunt of the foreign policy decisions of their government, and the people of Palestine also are caught up in this mix too. And then you have people like Marco Rubio, who's like, "There's no off ramp for this. There's no yeah. off ramp for this." Yeah, and that inevitability, I think, is really disturbing. Uh, and not taking into again, like the like how different it is, like this, like like again, like the defense men were saying they have the ability to cut off power and water and food to Gaza. That is, that is asymmetrical.
2: Um, Isn't that a war crime? Like, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to do that to, 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 yes, yes. Innocent people to non-military. Yeah. To a
3: civilian population again. And the argument will be is like that, that I have, I've heard people say that like the people in Gaza should have known that Hamas was going to do this. Therefore they're complicit. And Mm -hmm. we're, it's just like it's They're wild how even on the other side, They're yeah, not a One hundred percent, yeah. And and then, but then you now see like more. You see increased Islamophobia. You see increased anti-Semitism. Right. And all that rhetoric is just like spiraling in a way that like I'm. It's just this just looks like it's it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Like for the entire region.
2: I think we can all agree to be against the murdering of children and innocent. People, yeah, across the board, It yeah, doesn't seem like too hot to take. Um, but that I don't know. Yeah, uh, but again,
3: I, that's that's why I'm like, Ugh, I there's so much like th- this conflict is so loaded, and there's so much tension around it that like one sentence can be perceived like 800 different ways depending on yeah. your worldview, and I think that's also a really Dangerous thing because it's it's also like it's just creating even increased conflict between I'm even seeing it like in Instagram posts between people like that we're oh, not yeah. really political, um yeah. but anyway I'm we're just here watching in awe and then I'm just left here thinking of like even the United States place in all of this and yeah. how I mean, it's all fucking it. it's we're all we're all so connected in this way that's really unavoidable
2: yeah hey, and I. Like innocent children, innocent people have been being killed on the Palestinian side for a long time and it was just being ignored. So like that's when when people are like, you know, call your friends on this side, not that side. It's like, well, you know, that, that doesn't that doesn't really make sense to me. And it does see like I can see how like something that seems well intentioned like that can feel like a fuck you to one side, you know,
3: like. Mm-hmm. The sort of like both sides of it too isn't helpful, uh, but again, I think like everyone is trying to point out like th- what what is important to them in this instance. but we're we're looking at a situation that from the beginning, we're just seeing that the violence begets more violence, yeah and more destruction, and it's poisoning everyone at the end of the day. But this is what happens when people are colonized or occupied will fucking destroy you as a person. Yeah. Like, when the place that you believe you live, the country you believe you have, is gone, that does things that most American people don't understand either. And I think there's also, like, a very... There's a unique American ignorance that I see, like, applied to all of this, too, that people just look at it through, like, the perspective of whatever they know, which is really narrow in the context of shit that can happen to you as a human being on planet Earth. Like, yeah. you know, we're, we live in a place that, fortunately has never had a fucking, like, ground war, air war, uh, like, yeah. reach its shores, like, to the continental mainland. So it's, like, an obscure thing, and airstrikes are like, yeah, I don't know, sirens go, I don't know, I see it on TV without understanding, like, what the horror is of that. Um, yeah. So, yeah. a lot of people are learning in real time, it feels like online, which is very, yeah. very freaky.
2: Yeah, I feel like the United States particularly has the muscles built up for ignoring the consequences of like aerial bombardment like you see a f- flash of fire and a cloud of dust and that's just a thing that happens on the news in a foreign country like that's yeah. that's the only context that americans have um and so that's
3: when i think that's why the invasion of ukraine was like horrifying to a lot of like american people because they suddenly saw themselves in the faces of these like western european looking people yeah. I'm like, oh my god that's horrifying. Yeah. Um so yeah, we're, yeah. Well, we it will see where It does seem to this... come back
2: to white supremacy repeatedly over and over again. Um Yeah. All right. Uh well those are some of the things that are trending. Uh we are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then be kind to each other, be kind to yourselves, get the vaccine, don't do nothing about white supremacy mm-hmm. and we will talk to y'all tomorrow. Bye. Zeit
0: right, gang. you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring... The kardashians of course and grand cayman secrets in paradise the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical caribbean it's streaming now and it's waiting for you on hulu
1: happy pride from tomboy x celebrating pride and the queer community all year queer founded queer run and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear swimwear and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com.
2: Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get.